Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation, Lesson 9. Hello and welcome to Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation, the podcast for anyone looking to learn conversational Persian. My name is Leila and I'll be your teacher for the course. And my name is Matt and I will be learning Persian along with you. Chai and Conversation will teach you conversational Persian in weekly lessons of about 15 minutes each. If you know anything about Iranians, they don't do anything without first grabbing a cup of tea, or as they call it, chai. So pour yourself a cup and join us in learning the Persian language. Hello and welcome to the ninth episode of Learn Persian with Chai in Conversation. We congratulate you on making it this far in the program. We've been learning so much new vocabulary in each lesson, and we hope that it's helped you to become more comfortable with learning the Persian language. This ninth episode marks the end of what we'll be calling Unit 1 of Chai and Conversation. This episode is going to go over some filler material and clarify some of the vocabulary and phrases we learned in the past lessons. The next episode is going to be a comprehensive review of everything we've learned so far in Chai and Conversation. Are you ready to begin the lesson, Matt? Bale, I'm ready. Great. Let's begin to learn Persian with Chai and Conversation. So to begin with, in lesson one, we covered greetings and asking people how they are. So Matt, how did we learn to ask how are you in that lesson? Chitori? Exactly, chitori. And now that we've learned a bit more about the Persian language, I can explain that this is a very informal way of asking someone how they are doing, and it uses the informal you. Chetori, or to chetori. If you want to use the same word to speak to someone with whom you must use formal vocabulary, you can say chetorin, but the more common way of asking how someone's doing is to use the phrase hale shoma chetore. Hale shoma chetore. So this is the formal way of asking. Hal means your feeling or your being. So it's a more direct translation of how are you. How is your being? Hale shoma chetore. Hale shoma chetore. So this is what you're going to use from now on to greet your in-laws, Matt. Hale shoma chetore. And you could say this to two people at the same time too, since formal you is the same as you plural. Hale shoma chetore, either for one person with whom you use formal language or for more than one person. Hale shoma chetore. And if you wanted to use this phrase with someone with whom you don't need to use formal language, it would be halet chetore. Halet chetore. So the chetori we used in the first program is a less common way of getting at the same thing, but it's very casual, very easy to say. Chetori. So we learned that in the first program. So both ways of asking work, but in general, it's nicer and more common to use the full phrase, either hale shoma chetore or halet chetore. So moving on, in lesson three, we learned how to introduce our name to people. Now, Matt, how would you say, my name is Matt? Esmeman Matt hast. Great. So this is very good grammar, very well said. But unfortunately, it's not the way native Persians speak conversationally. The colloquial way to say, my name is Matt, is to say, Ismam Mate. Ismam Mate. 
So we've heard the suffix am before, like in khubam, which means I am well. Similarly, esmam makes esm mean my name. Esmam. So esmam means my name. And mate is a combination of mat and hast, the word for is. Mate. Esmam mate. Esmam mate. So don't worry if you don't quite understand how to break down sentences like that yet. You will learn over time. Now, adding e as in mate only works if your name ends in a consonant. If your name ends in a vowel like mine, you have to add an st at the end, as in le lost. So esmam le lost. Esmam le lost. So now let's try a few different names just to see if you've got a grasp of the concept. So I'm going to ask you the names, and Matt, give the listeners a chance to try out their answer before giving your own. So first, let's say you're named Bobak. How would you say, my name is Bobak? Esmam Bobake. Great, exactly. Since Bobak ends in a consonant, you say, Esmam Bobake. How about the name Sara, as in, my name is Sara. Esmam sarast. Exactly, esmam sarast. So since sara ends in a vowel, we added an st at the end. Esmam sarast. Or how about a harder one? Say your name is Andrew. How would you say, my name is Andrew? Esmam andrust. Great, esmam andrust. So the name Andrew also ends in a vowel, so you add an st no matter what the ending vowel is. Ismam Andrust. Then in lesson five, we also went over the words for our family members. Now we included a word in our extra bonus material on the PDF guides that is nice to know, and that means spouse. And the word is hamsar. Hamsar. The literal meaning of this word is something along the lines of equal head, so it means my equal or my other. It can be used for either husband or wife. There were a few other words in the bonus PDF guide that we should go over for use in future lessons. In the Persian language, there is a distinction between aunts and uncles on the maternal and paternal sides of the family. On the maternal side, an aunt is called khale. Khale. And your mother's brother is called dai. Dai. So khale and dai. On the paternal side, aunt is called Amme. Amme. And uncle is Amu. Amu. Great. So on the mother's side, Khale and Dai. And on the father's side, Amme and Amu. Now that we've learned these words, we can learn the words for a cousin. I say words plural on purpose because in Persian, there is not one word for a general cousin. Rather, you have to describe your cousin based on gender and the side of the family from which he or she is on. For example, if it is your maternal aunt's daughter, you will call her just that. Dokhtar khale. Dokhtar khale. Notice that we don't use the ezafe saying dokhtare khale, which would more accurately be aunt's daughter. It's simply dokhtar khale. You're literally just saying daughter aunt. You can also have a daughter of your uncle on your maternal side, Dokhtar dai. Dokhtar dai. So now let's learn boy cousins. On your mom's side, pesar khale. 
pesar chale. And what does that mean, Matt? The son of your maternal aunt. Exactly right. And pesar doi. Pesar doi. Which is? The son of your maternal uncle. Okay, cool. I think you have the hang of this. Now let's go over paternal aunt and uncle again. Paternal aunt is ame. Ame. And paternal uncle is amu. Amu. So then what would you call your male cousin on your paternal uncle's side? Pesar amu. And the female cousin of your paternal uncle? Doctar amu. Female cousin of your paternal aunt. Doctar ame. And male cousin of your paternal aunt. Pesar ame. Okay, now there is one last thing that I want to go over in this episode, and that is the question words. One of the most power tools of communication is asking questions. We've been learning how to ask a variety of questions throughout the weeks and have been learning key question words along with them. But let's quickly go over all the question words in a consolidated fashion right now. We'll be using these words extensively in the coming weeks, so it will be good to have a grasp of them before we move along. So first, one that we've seen several times, the word for where or in Persian, koja. Koja. So this should sound familiar to you because we've used it several times. Matt, can you think of an instance when we use the word koja? Koja kar mikoni. Right, koja kar mikoni. Next, the word why is chera. Chera. And this word can easily be used by itself. Chera. Why? Next, the word who is ki. Ki. We saw this in the conversation I had with my mother in lesson six when I asked her, Shoma ki hastid, or who are you? What is che? In conversation, you'll usually hear it pronounced chi. Chi. This is closely related to how, which is chetor. Chetor. This should sound familiar to you because how are you is chetori. Next, the word for when is ke. Ke. And which is kodam in written Persian and kodum in conversational Persian. So let's try kodum. Kodum. Now let's try forming simple sentences with words we know to go over these question words. Again, let's start with koja. We've learned several sentences that have this word in them already. You mentioned koja zendegi mikoni earlier, Matt. Let's try a different one. To simply say, where are you, in the informal sense, you say, kojai. Kojai. And kojain is the formal. Kojain. Kojain. So these simply mean, where are you? And you can simply reply by saying something like, dar edare, which means in the office, or dar restaurant, which means at the restaurant. Simple enough. Next, chera, or why. A very simple phrase you can say using this word is, chera na. Chera na. And can you guess what this means, Matt? Why not? Exactly, why not? Chera na. Next, Key. A simple sentence you can say with this word is in kie. Kie is a combination of ki and hast, the word for is. So who is this? In kie. In kie. 
and we learn several replies to this in lesson five, such as in barodare mane. In barodare mane. Next, chi. If someone has said something you can't quite understand, you can simply ask chi, and this means what. So a potential question you can ask with the word is chi do study. Chi do study. Dari means to do, and it's the second person informal conjugation. So this sentence means, what do you like in the informal sense? Chi do study. Chi do study. Next, how is chetur? A question you can form with that is, chetur pishmire. Chetur pishmire. And this means, how's it going? Chetur pishmire. Chetur pishmire. Let's go over all these one last time in a slightly different order. Who is key? Key. When is K? K. Where is Koja? Koja. Why is Chera? Chera. How is Chetur? Chetur. So obviously these words are going to come up over and over again in the future, so it would be good to have a working knowledge of them now. As always, thank you so much for joining us for Learn Persian with Chai and Conversation. The next lesson is the review edition for Chai and Conversation. And until the next lesson, Domin de Didar from Leila. And Khoda Hafez from Matt.